guys. It's us again. Thank you for tuning in for our next episode of the Spooky, spooky Chat, Chat Podcast. Podcast. That was spooky. <laughs> Maybe it's Billy. Billy is a ghost that... Ooh, I should tell that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you do it. You do it. It's, a real, it's real fast. Okay. I had a ghost app, a ghost locator app on my phone. So we all went to happy hour one time to a Mexican restaurant downtown, and I won't say the name. So we decided, after a few drinks, we turned it on. As you do, after a few drinks. <laughs> the name Billy appeared on the ghost tracker app, and without thinking, I said, hi, Billy, and the light above our table flickered. It was awesome, and it was even more awesome because we had each had at least two margaritas. Yep. Were you there that day? I don't think I was there. Somebody was leaving our office. Like, it was a farewell. We weren't at our normal table. No, we were at a different table. the normal table didn't have lights above it, but for some reason, this table, there was a post. We never sat at that table again. So, after Billy said hi, what did y'all say to Billy then? Uh, we freaked we were, out. We, we fangirled. We giggled and couldn't stop laughing because we were just so excited that he had flickered the light for us. We were like, I'm again. Yeah. It's Billy. I know. The other day. I don't... <laughs> I downloaded the app, uh, one of these ghost tracker apps, the day that we were recording. Yep. And was playing around in the apartment. That your we apartment. Were, oh, no. Well, I played around with it in your apartment. He first. said he wouldn't, too. Yeah. Get it. I asked him not to turn it on in my apartment, and he did. That's but we I didn't did find it. any, or I didn't find That any. day. That day. Well, we didn't find anything today, either. Okay, good. But, I guess two days ago, I was, or I got home. Opened my front door and in my the peripheral vision. Peripheral vision. Yeah. Um, I saw just just a like a, something in my kitchen. It could have been a glare from my glasses. It, it was quick, and I just pulled my phone out, and decided to turn on the app as just joking around, see maybe there's something in my kitchen. Sure, why not? And of course, uh, it found something in my kitchen, <laughs> but then it lost the signal right away. What did it say was in your kitchen? It just said detecting... I don't remember what it says. Detecting something? Probably. So I <laughs> just decided to walk around my apartment a little longer. I walked into my bedroom. I have a cat. And my cat was lying on my bed. Can we say her name? Her name is Nancy Botwin. Miss Nancy. It's, yeah. It's Miss Nancy. It's Miss Nancy. Whenever I come in, she's like, hmm. And I'm like, hello, Miss Nancy. And she's like, Hello. I have a thing. We have a thing with that cat. So Miss Nancy is sitting on my bed, and I kind of shine or put the phone in the direction of my cat, and it picked up something, but when I raised the phone higher, kind of behind my cat, it picked up a friendly ghost. And when I went to do a screenshot of the friendly ghost, it lost the signal, of course. (laughs) So I decided to keep walking around my apartment uh, to see if I could pick up another signal, and I picked one up in my hallway uh, across from my restroom in this dark corner, and Ugh. it said that it was a demon. Not surprised. Not surprised. <laughs> we chit-chatted. I asked if he wanted me to show him out, and it just told me to run and to get out. Ugh. But I don't run, and no. I did not get out. <laughs> so I opened the door, and then I shut it, and that oh was the God. end of my story. So, if Tim doesn't appear for the next few weeks, it's probably because he's possessed. And I don't run, so. <laughs> like, for exercise or for your life? For or? my life. And exercise. Oh, my yeah. God. That's insane. Anyway. Yeah. But it did it you... was a free app, so I wasn't scared. I'm sure it was just fun and games. 
Right. So you didn't want to burn right. any sage? <laughs> if that's what you need to tell yourself, yes. Well, the next time you do it, try to get the screenshot and we'll put it up on the Instagram for everybody. I can do that. We need a code word like help. I am possessed by a demon. How <laughs> about just help? I'm possessed by a demon. Thanks, yo. I'm not possessed. You're... Say something only Tim would say. I'm possessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I'm Jennifer. I'm Monica. And I'm Tim. We're all here today to host the podcast. <laughs> Welcome. The other day, we were in a group chat with everybody we know, every single person, all 500 people we know. And I said, We're five. It's 500. We're popular. And I said, hey guys, if your parents have stories, would you please ask them if they have any, and if they'll tell us any stories. And Tim came up with a banger. It's a pretty good story. And I had never heard of this entity. I had no idea what was going on. So I was super excited. All right. I had never heard of it either. I thought they were talking about lettuce. I am not saying that this story (laughs) involves Elechusa, but this is what I was always told that it was believed to be. So the story, uh, it starts when my father was about 15 years old back in the 1950s. He grew up in a small hill country town in central Texas, and his father became really ill. And I'm not quite sure why they didn't take my grandfather to a normal doctor or to a hospital even. I'm not, I, I, I never asked that question. But my father decided that he wanted to take him to a witch doctor instead. When they went to visit the witch doctor, the witch doctor gave them some sort of a potion, some sort of i I'm not even sure what it was, if it was an herb or what it was. They gave him something to bathe in, and they, the witch doctor told them to bathe my grandfather at midnight. And so they did, and that he would feel better. And so at midnight, when they put him in the bathtub and they... Mixed in this solution, they could hear loud birds flying and screeching above oh. the roof of the house. Oh, shit. I don't know how long it lasted, but it was a good while, I guess, while he was being bathed, maybe. I don't, I'm not quite sure. My father passed away in 2004, and within the next couple of, you know, a few months after, I spoke with my grandmother about the, the stories uh, that my father had told me about his childhood, and this was this was one of them that she confirmed. I asked her at the time if she believed in Lachusas, and she said she did. She didn't speak a whole lot of English, but she told me that she did believe in them. She told me that she could still hear them. She said that she could hear them at night. Uh, this was, I guess, in like 2006. That's the end of, of that story, yeah. Okay, so I have a question. Do you think that it's because everything happened with your grandpa in the 50s that that maybe is why your grandma kept hearing the Lechuzas? That's a really good question. I really don't know. So she heard him after that. Yeah, because this took place in the 1950s, and when I confirmed the story with her, that was probably in 2005, 2006 that we talked about it. She said that she did believe in them as of then. My grandmother's passed since. But she, that she did believe in them then, and she believed that she could hear them. And On the roof? In the vicinity of her oh, home. God. Yeah. Which That's is nice. right next to my mom's That's home. scary. So that's even better. Have you ever heard anything? Oh, I don't think so. I mean... You never heard birds outside? 
I guess I have heard birds at, outside. At night? But do they sound at like night? Owls? I don't know. I never really thought about it. So Go I guess it's think possible. think about it now. Well, you know, I might have to just start, you know, paying, paying a little more attention when I go out there. Dang. But I thought that was weird. And I also find it weird that it's it's a small town that I grew up in. And my father found a witch doctor out there. Like, who is this person? <laughs> well, and that's you something. Know, that's, you know, I might be able to do a little more research. And yeah. Find out, but. Did your grandfather get better? So my grandfather, he did get better, but it was only for, you know, a few years, I guess. I, like, I, I think I mentioned, yeah, my dad was about 15, and my grandfather died when my dad was, like, 17, so oh, okay. I don't know. It is weird that whatever it was worked for a little bit. Right. That was weird to my father as well. That's that's my, my lechusa story. So he never went to the hospital but in those two years? I don't know. I never asked those questions. I was more, as a child, you're just intrigued of the the giant bird woman. That's the part of the story that sticks with you. I don't even know what a lechuza is. A lechuza. I've well, never heard of that. I'm super glad you asked because I didn't either. <laughs> I had no idea. I've never heard of this. I've heard of curanderas. Yeah, I've heard of I've heard of, uh, yes, I've heard of brujas, but I'd never heard specifically of a lechuza. So we went to the library. If you guys are in Austin, check out the new Central Public Library. It is amazing. So beautiful. They have a wonderful collection, beautiful rooftop garden. What is that spooky door called? Is it the ghost door? It is the door to nowhere. They have a door that when you're up on top, it leads to nowhere. Like when you open it, you would completely fall down five or six stories to the bottom. But they keep it locked because it's there for cleaning purposes. However, I feel like one day somebody's going to unlock it, keep it unlocked, and a kid's going to fall through. I make sure every time I go up there, I try the door and I press myself against the door just to see if it'll open. Okay, JJ was at the door and I was across the way and she did that and I went, no! Like, I thought you were going to fall! And I know you weren't, like, but I still thought you were. Yes! The atrium is completely open so you can see all the way around the library. It is absolutely beautiful. The stairway in the middle, it's like some kind of wonderland, like an oh, Alice in Wonderland or kind an of. Escher painting. Yes, it, very, very much, very much like Escher. So anyway, I've never been there, so I don't have an opinion. You so. should absolutely go. It's, it's go. gorgeous. I picked up a book, The Folklore of Texan Cultures, and it's edited by Francis Edward Abernathy. It was originally published in 1976. The book goes through and talks about each culture in Texas. In the Mexicano section, there are a couple of stories. The first one, Scratches on the Bedpost, Vestiges of the Lechuza, which is by Ann Carpenter. And then there's a story, Violetta and the Owls, by Alonzo Prowlis. Lechuzas are associated with brujas, and lechuzas specifically are women that have sold their soul to the devil, and they become a screech owl at night. So I guess they're regular women during the day, walking around, and then they are screech owls at night. The very first part is, these lechuzas are always women. They are never men. And that stems from the whole idea that Eve was completely vulnerable and easily influenced by the devil. Lame. <laughs> so it's not really surprising, <laughs> you know, that it's always a woman, always, you know, some kind of devil entity. They are, when you see their faces, they are ugly to behold and they usually threaten men. So it's weird that they were trying to heal him. Most of the time, you just get the presence of a lechuza, like the footsteps on the roof, Ugh. screeching, 
If they come into your house, they'll disturb your bedding. Sometimes if you hear the screeching and you look, they'll leave like a woman's shawl or something and you knew that they were there. But they do sometimes kill people who have done evil things. They can also be harbingers of bad luck and also curses. So if you're cursed, you're supposed to tie nine knots in a rope and pray after each knot. So tie the first knot, pray. Make a rosary? I guess... Well, I, it didn't say specifically a rosary, but that's, that's kind of what it sounds, sounds like. like. Huh. Ooh, girl. And though this tradition of a lechuza, a woman as an owl, is mainly in the Mexican tradition, there are other stories from other cultures where an owl is a harbinger of doom, it's a harbinger of death, it is a sacred bird for evil. But there are also some good stories of owls. I also consulted... Birds, Myth, Lore, and Tradition by Rachel Warren Chass, illustrated by Marianne Taylor, and the Folklore of Birds by Laura C. Martin. And in those, they mention the Sumerian goddess Lilith is usually depicted with wings and talons and is accompanied by two owls. So I've seen paintings of Lilith, and this is kind of what I thought of when you have a Lechuza. Like you have a woman's head, long flowing hair, and it kind of goes into her body, but her body is that of like a... I would describe it more of like a vulture rather than an owl. That's kind of... So growing up, I I always imagined a Lachusa pretty much what you just described. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I started hearing the owl part. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we were always told it was just a large bird. Almost even be the same size as a, as a small woman. Uh, the bird would be that, like, that large of a bird. That's just the imagery that I get. Right. That it's a large, like a vulture type thing. In ancient Rome, owls are harbingers of death. In China, and I don't know if this is modern day or if this is like also ancient, it is believed that owls snatch your soul away. The Aztecs associated owls with the god of death. And they believe that anyone that hears an owl cry at night will die. Oh, shit. And then there are various other beliefs that if you hear an owl and nobody's around, then some girl's going to lose her virginity. Or if a pregnant woman hears it, she's going to get sick. Or if a pregnant woman hears it while she's giving birth, she's going to have a girl. Just all these other kind of things that seem to focus on women and owls. But there is some good imagery around owls. They also, now in our culture, when we think of owls, we think of a wise old owl. Or we think of that owl that's like, how many, yes, Tootsie Pop. How many, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Pop? And he bites it. He's like, one, a two, who, a three. He's so smug. A three. (laughs) And it's like, you asshole. That takes more than that. But (laughs) does he wear glasses or are his eyes just big? I think his eyes are just big. But that's the thing. We always think like owls wear glasses. They're super smart. They're very wise. In Japan, they put out pictures of figurines of owls to ward against famine and epidemics. And in ancient Greece, they have um, owls accompany Athene. And uh, you have the wise old owl adage, even though in some respects, ancient Greece saw owls as being super wise. There are also harpies in ancient Greece. And that's kind of the idea that I had of this is what Lachuzas look like. They look like harpies. It's so strange to me that you have so many different cultures and yet they all and they all kind of have, well, these are the good things. And then these are the evil things. And the evil things are so similar. I guess the question is, why did it come for your grandpa? Like, even though it looks like they were trying to heal him. I wish I could tell you. 
I really don't know. Well, I think the question is, was it a harbinger of his death two years later, or was he cursed? I mean, because I don't know that what they were doing was a bad thing by tapping into witch black magic or witch doctor, you know, potions and whatnot. Lachusas are, I guess, drawn toward bad things or like... So I wonder if the potion that they put in the bath, was that, I mean, and then you heard the Lechuza outside. Was it protecting him from the Lechuza, breaking a curse? I don't was think it, it was. I mean, I don't know. I wish know? they had. Well, it sounds like maybe they thought someone had cursed him, gone to the witch doctor to kind of get an anti-curse or something, an antidote, and the Lechuza's like, oh, you're cutting off my power. It's working. Hey, that, so, I mean, that very well could could have been what it was. I I mean, again, like, this was a story that I was told starting from when I was a young, young boy. Like, you know, so I don't, I just, I didn't ask the questions that I would be, or that I'm thinking of right now. I really don't have any other answers. So when we hear stories like that, it always makes me a little sad because we're losing pieces of that folklore. I agree. It makes me kind of sad that there aren't more of the older folks around. Hey, let me give you this story. So in any of your research, did you see, did anyone talk about how they would defeat Lachusos? You can't kill them. So there was one story of a guy who tried to shoot one and he's like, I should have hit it, but the bullet just glanced off. Right. So you can't kill them that way. You kind of have to break the reason why they're there. If you're out doing, you know, bad things with your friends then you probably need to cut out those bad things and then go see somebody to cleanse your spirit. But you can't just keep doing what you're doing and then hope to fight it away. Like, that's that doesn't seem to be how it works. So I was reading some stories of what you says. Oh, yeah. One of the stories that I had found was that this woman's son was... Uh, was killed by some drunk people who had left the bar. So this woman decided to curse this bar district, and she decided that she would prey on the drunks that were there in this area uh, to avenge her son's death. A bunch of the stories that I had found from there just kind of were kind of spun from that idea that the Lachusas are attracted to not only people who are kind of doing bad things and mischievous things, but that they're really attracted to drunk people. I found that in a couple of different websites. So did she curse that area and send the Lechuza to that area? Or did, was the Lechuza like, oh, bad things are going down, I'm here? I, I feel like Lechuza? it... Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this story was saying that this is how it started. So did the mom sell her soul to become a Lechuza to avenge her son? Right. Who would curse your like, grandpa? Right, exactly. That's a good question. That's a good question, yeah. too. I, I don't know. About their history to... I just... I feel like they dabbled in some sort of a black magic, some sort of witchcraft, and that attracted this entity that was above the house. Like, that's... That's what I've always thought. Like, because they're dabbling this witchcraft, right. that it's going to attract, you know, not necessarily Lachusas, but... Something. Something. Hmm. That, yeah. That energy. Right. Like that's just how I always took it. But they were convinced that it was a large bird. <laughs> so It probably you know. did sound like a large bird. Um, well, I don't even know what that would sound like. And could you hear it on our modern roofs? So, I, I mean, in the hill country, a lot of people were either doing wooden roof, roofs I think or tin. tin yeah. Because that was kind of, it was available. 
it's just like, what else makes that sound? And that kind of, I imagine it would be like a super intense, it sounds like it's raining really, really hard, but it's a tapping and it would have to go like across the roof. Like, you know, when someone, when you're in an apartment and you can hear someone walk from one place to the other, just like the moose that you used to live under in your apartment. And that's weird that you say, because you keep saying walking across, but they always told me that that it was flight, like they were flying back and forth. Which I but how can always, you hear that? That's what I don't know. You so, can hear wings flapping, right? And that's like screeching, and you can hear screeching. Yeah, that's Whoa. What yeah, that's what I'm saying. That it was just screeching and it was flying, screeching and but no flying tapping above. I, I don't remember tapping, walking, anything like that. So, so, so th- does that mean that there was like a barrier around the house that it couldn't breach, or the potion worked? The potion sure was working. I don't know. What if every night she was, like, coming and, like, scratching at your grandpa? Like, ah! That's, God. yeah, that's pretty creepy. So I was listening to, uh, it was just a small seven-minute podcast that NPR put out back in 2015, and it was about Lechusas. And Ooh, they were wow. interviewing this boy and his grandfather, and the grandfather believed that, that he had an encounter with a Lechusa on a ranch that he worked at when he was a small boy, that he was um, out in a field by himself. And he looked up in the sky and he saw a few owls kind of circling him. And he thought that that was really strange. That one of the owls kind of doved down and tried to attack him. And his dog ran out there to, I guess, to help him. And while the dog was out there, it just took one look at the owl and it just froze and died. <gasps> what? Yeah, that the owl didn't even attack the dog. That it just... Stood there, stared at the owl, and it froze, and then it died. Oh, my God. And the man was convinced that it was a Lechuza. Well, they go on to to interview the man, and they ask him, you know, what would you do if a Lechuza were to attack you again? Or, you know, to anybody, what would you tell them to do? And he said that he would pray on the Lechuza, just pray, pray, pray while it's in flight, until it fell to the ground. And when it falls to the ground... You tie its feet together, and by daylight, it would turn back into the woman. So all of these owls circled him at night. Right. They killed his dog on sight. Yes. So you have to carry rope. I, I mean, you're on a ranch, kind of. Yeah, Aren't you, true. like, bucking broncos or yeah, busting broncos? So I just, I thought that was pretty interesting because I also kept reading... The internet is cra- is ridiculous. It's a wormhole. It's a wormhole. Well, and it's like them... I've never heard of this in my life, yeah. and yet there's so much. There's not a lot of research, but there are a lot of stories. There are, and so just like this man said about praying uh, on the Lechusa until it falls down, that was mentioned in a few other stories. Did they say the Our Father? It just just pray just on it. Prayer? So I'm sure any type of a prayer. It creeps me out a little bit to think about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and the fact that so many people have stories. I'm sorry. And ahead. him being a man. <laughs> yeah, you better well. watch your <laughs> watch your balls. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming for him. I just it, it always fascinates me how there are so many stories about specifically about bad behavior. Bad behavior in kids. The kukui's going to come get you. The boogeyman's going to come get you. The sack man's going to come get you. Never you, heard that. What, the kukui? Sack man. Sack man? Mm. Sack man is like kukui, but further south, like in Brazil and stuff. Oh, I've never heard of that. Uh, oh, never, oh, no. I got this wonderful book yes. about sack man. What? Uh, interview with a boogeyman, a monster for all times by Benjamin S. Jeffries. 
It is wonderful. It is so full. I have the copy from the Austin Public Library, but I will be returning it and buying my own copies. But so here you have lechuzas, harpies that prey on men that are doing stuff wrong. And then I'm sure that there's a woman equivalent. I can't well, think of it right now. But act right and there won't be any problems. Yeah. So are these all just kind of morality stories or morality tales? But what if you're also just sick? Then you have other kind of witch doctors that can pray over you. I don't know. Hmm. It's just so crazy that there are so many stories. So I just want to add also, since I told you about praying on the lechuzas, make them fall and all that good stuff. Two other things that people claim to do is to throw salt at them. That's another big one. Salt. And That's a common theme throughout supernatural things. Is it? Yeah. I, yes. I the protection. Sure the protection. Uh, you do a circle of salt. But it's then protection. the other one I found a little odd. Okay. Uh, it was yelling and screaming or cussing at the Lechusa. I don't know why that would work. I don't know why that would work either. That just seems rude. It does. I feel like it would piss them off. Yeah. It it seems like the same behavior that made her come there in the first place. So, the noises. Did you read about the sounds that they make? Lots of scratching, lots of shuffling, things that you can hear, and they scratch just enough to leave a mark so that you know something was actually there. So, what I keep reading is that uh, the sounds that you hear would be owls at night, like like we've said, but also... A baby crying. Oh, oh That's no. how they get you to, 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 come, to, out. to come out. Oh, no. oh, my gosh. And one of the stories I read was about someone who heard a baby crying, like, up in a tree. And thought <gasps> it was really creepy. Yep. Is there anything that sounds like a baby crying? You know what? Sometimes other baby animals, to me, sound like other babies. Well, and I think that sometimes, like, an owl can sound like... That. Like that like screeching that, that I'm not even gonna try. Oh god, oh stop! <laughs> You're freaking me out, man. Okay, I know you guys are gonna make fun of me, but after hearing about melon heads and now lechuzas, uh-huh. I seriously thought there was nothing else to know about supernatural stuff. There's so much to know because there's so much from around the world that we don't know about. Or maybe it has a name there, but it doesn't have a name here. Let's say Slenderman. He's made up. He's this, this, this. But what if in another country they've had something like that? I and now the myth has made it here. My favorite, La Llorona. Which we're not only going to do, but I think we should also do a field trip because South Texas. Isn't there a movie coming out about La Llorona? Or did I make that up? There are similar. I think there are a couple. Nightmare. <laughs> there's someone who. Yeah, there's a couple. Can I just interject? Can we go to that dance hall in green? Yes. Where Is the devil it? went? Do you Wait, remember that story? What? Did you guys ever hear that story about the devil? Like this guy. That, Wait, are you talking about the, the movie, Michael? <sighs> what? No. Okay. So just, and this is off topic so we can cut it out. But I'm not going to cut supposedly, it. Supposedly there was, and I've heard this ever since I was little, there was a dance hall and I guess the one in green is green the hall. oldest. It's the oldest yeah. in Texas. Yeah, like dance hall in Texas. So this everybody's dancing at the dance hall on the Saturday night. This man shows up, and he's very handsome, and he's a very good dancer. And he's dancing with all the girls, and all the guys are getting jealous. And everyone's like, who is this man? And then people start to notice that he everywhere he goes, they can smell sulfur. Wow, that and really so they, your game. It really does. They look down at his feet, and he has, like, the feet of a goat or the feet of a chicken. Oh, shit. And they're like, oh, my God, that's the fucking devil. Like, the devil went to the dance hall. Wow. 
I guess if you're going to go somewhere. I don't know, because you, it, it, it kind of, a part of it feels familiar, but I'm not sure. It's because it's in your blood, because it's true. It probably is. <laughs> And I didn't say this story because I don't I don't have any specifics about it. It's so weird to me though. So I have an aunt, and when I was a kid, her her husband, my uncle, uh, Uncle Jimmy, actually, he would tell me, "Oh no, cousin Jimmy, that's cousin Jimmy." <laughs> he says that they hit a large bird. And when they stopped, that it was an old woman. Oh, God. And that was, that's it. I was a kid, though. I had been in, like, the third grade when he told me this story. What if it was just an old woman with her shawl, like, running, like... What if it was? But I think that he saw it, like, it was a Like, if he went to his car, and then they got out, and they were like... But, like, I don't have anything to back that up. I don't have anything else. Well, I mean, what's going to back it up? Like, we don't have him here to tell the story? He didn't take a picture? I think I'm all out of scary stories. For now. Well, you can leave then. Wait, but you, we're still leave. on. You have to lean up. <laughs> I just meant you have to forever. lean in. Um, I don't think we should be worried about having anything to back it up. No. Uh, we're just, this is for the chat. Yeah, David didn't have pictures of yeah. the shadow man. He didn't record the <laughs> I, I, I just, I was always, I always found that to be a weird, weird story. That is a weird story. It scared me. I'm spooked. Well, I think this was absolutely wonderful. I loved hearing your story. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I always forget to thank people, but I'm just like, because I'm so fascinated. But I am super grateful for you sharing your story. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad I I could talk about it again. Thanks for creeping the shit out of us. Yeah, no problem. Well, we're women, so I don't think it's going to chase us. Yeah, we're fine. You do have to worry about your dudes. So you need to start praying, carry rope, and bone up on your cussing, and throw your arms Salt. And salt. Yeah. Plenty of salt. We should all carry salt around. All right, dudes. We're signing off, so hopefully we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I think everybody should get some salt. Spooky baby, stay safe. Bye. What's so spooky about lettuce? (laughs) Lechuga. La lechuga. <laughs> it's a scary lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> scary lettuce. Lettuce. <laughs> head of lettuce.